Chapter 4 Yerks! The twin red lights slowed. They turned in a circle and came back toward us. There is no more time. You must decide. We have to do this, Tobias said. How else can we fight these controllers? This is so insane, Marco said. Insane! I'd like more time, but we don't have that choice, Rachel said. I'm for it. What do you say, Jake? Cassie asked me. It was odd, like suddenly I was the one who had to decide for everyone. I looked up at the Yerk ships. What did the Andalite call them? Bug fighters? They were circling closer, like dogs sniffing for a scent. I looked down at the Andalite and remembered the picture of his family. Would they even know what had happened to him? I looked at each of the people around me. My usually funny, occasionally annoying best friend Marco. Rachel, my smart, pretty, confident cousin. And Cassie, who everyone knew liked animals more than she liked most people. Finally, I looked at Tobias. It was weird, the feeling I had at that moment, staring at him. A chill or something. We have to, Tobias said to me. Slowly, I nodded. Yes, we have no choice. Then, each of you, press your hand against one of the sides of the square. We did. Five hands, each pressed against one side. Then a sixth hand, different from ours, with too many fingers. Do not be afraid, the Andalite said. Something like a shock, only pleasurable, seemed to run through me. A tingle that almost made me laugh. Go now, the Andalite said. Only remember this. Never remain in animal form for more than two of your Earth hours. Never. That is the greatest danger of the morphing. If you stay longer than two hours, you will be trapped, unable to return to human form. Two hours, I repeated. Suddenly, some new fear washed through the Andalite's mind. Linked as I was to him, I could feel it as a dread that crawled up my spine. He was staring up at the sky with his main eyes. Something else was up there with the bug fighters. This are three. He comes. What? I was shaking with this new terror. What's a visser? Who's a visser? Go now. Run. Visser 3 is here. He is the most deadly of your enemies. Of all the Yerks, he alone has the power to morph. The same power you now have. Run. No, we'll stay with you, Rachel said firmly. Maybe we can help. Again, it was as if the alien was smiling at us with his eyes. No, you must save yourselves. Save yourselves and save your planet. The Yerks are here. We all looked up, craning our necks. Sure enough, the two red lights were sinking toward us, and they had been joined by a third ship, far larger, black as a shadow within a shadow. But how are we supposed to fight these... these controllers? Rachel demanded. You must find a way. Now run! I jerked from the force of his command. He's right! Run! I yelled. We ran. All but Tobias, who knelt beside the Andalite and took his hand. The Andalite pressed his other hand against Tobias's head. Tobias rocked back like he'd been shocked. Then he, too, was up and running, stumbling over the loose junk and potholes of the construction site. A beam of bright red light snapped on. It was a spotlight from one of the bug fighters. The beam lit up the fallen Andalite and his ship. A spotlight from the second bugfighter joined the first, and the Andalite shone brilliant as a star. I hit the dirt hard. I saw my leg light up within the circle of that spotlight. 
I yanked it to me and crawled fast, scraping my elbows and knees over sharp stones. The five of us crouched behind a low, crumbled wall, afraid to move, afraid to look, but just as afraid to look away. Slowly, the bug fighters descended. It was easy to see where they'd gotten their nickname. They were slightly larger than the Andalite fighter and shaped like legless cockroaches. There were small windows like eyes on the forward thrust head of the bug, and on either side of the head were two very long, very sharp, serrated spears. The Yerk bug fighters touched down, one on either side of the Andalite ship. Okay, you can wake me up now. Marco said in a rattled whisper. I've had enough of this dream. The larger ship began to descend. I don't know what it was about that ship, but as it got closer, I started to feel like I couldn't breathe. I tried to suck in a deep lungful of air and couldn't. I tried to swallow and couldn't. I wanted to run, but my legs were jelly. I was shaking from a fear so deep, it was like nothing I'd ever experienced before. It was the same fear that the Andalite had shown when he'd realized Visser Three was coming. The ship settled toward the ground. It looked like it was going to land directly on a big rusted earth mover parked there. But as the Visser's ship descended, the earth mover just sizzled and disappeared. Visser Three's ship was built like some ancient weapon. It reminded me of one of those battle axes the old-time knights used when they were hacking off the heads of their foes. There was a main part, like the handle of the axe, with a big triangular point on the front. That part had to be the bridge— at the rear were two huge scimitar wings. It was eight or ten times the size of the bug fighters. The blade ship landed. A door opened. Cassie started to scream. I clamped my hand over her mouth. They leaped from the ship, whirling and thrusting and slicing the air. Creatures that looked like walking weapons. They stood on two bent back legs and had two very long arms. On each arm, there were curved horn blades growing out of the wrist and elbow. There were other blades at their bent-back knees, and two more blades at the end of their tails. They had feet like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. But it was the head that got your attention. A neck like a snake, a mouth that was almost a falcon's beak, and from the forehead, three dagger-like horns raked forward. hork bajir controllers. I jumped, hearing the Andalite's words in my mind again. They were fainter than before, strained, like someone yelling from far away. Did you guys? I asked. Rachel nodded. Yeah. The Hork-Bajir are a good people, despite their fearsome looks, the Andalite said. But they have been enslaved by the Yerks. Each of them now carries a Yerk in his head. They are to be pitied. Pity? Right, Rachel said grimly. They're walking killing machines. Look at them. But our attention was drawn away by a new form that crept and slithered and shimmied out of the blade ship. Taxon controllers, the Andalite said. I knew he was trying to tell us all he could, even to the end, trying to prepare us for what we were up against. The Taxons are evil. Yeah, Marco muttered. I think I would have guessed that. They were like massive centipedes, twice as long as a grown man, so big around that if you tried to hug one, your arms wouldn't even make it halfway. Not that anyone would ever want to. They had dozens of legs that supported the lower two-thirds of their bodies. The top third was held upright, and there the rows of legs became smaller, with little lobster-claw hands. Around the top of their disgusting tubular bodies were four eyes, each like a wiggling globule of red jello. And at the very end, 
pointing straight up in the air, was a round mouth, ringed by hundreds of tiny teeth. hork and Taxons poured from the blade ship, spreading out around the area like well-trained marines. They were holding small, pistol-sized things that were definitely weapons. They formed a ring around the Andalite and his ship. Suddenly, one of the hork came straight toward us. He took one big, bounding step, and he was practically on top of us. I hugged the dirt like it was my last hope. I wished I could dig a hole. I saw a flash of Marco's face. His eyes were huge. His lips were drawn back in what could have been a grin, except that I knew it was an expression of pure terror.